guys, and welcome to the Mystical Moon Society. My name is Cecilia, and I'm joined with my co-host, Mandy and Mona. Hi! Hey there. And today we are planning on kind of talking about ghosts and some of the stories um, and things that have happened to us. So that's pretty much what we're planning on talking about today. And we have a lot. I swear, this episode has been like in the making for like a couple of years now, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's like all we talk about when we're together is like all the ghost shit that we've been through since we were. Well, I mean, most of the time when we're together, we're at your house, and it's like the paranormal or spiritual hub, the portal house. So the portal house, I like that. Yeah, dude, it's totally the portal house. Mm Hmm. I don't know. We just kind of we reached out. We did a poll on what people want to listen to more. Uh, What was it? Aliens or ghosts? And y'all guys want to hear about ghosts. So we're going to just see where the topic leads us. Which I was totally surprised about that. I thought everyone was going to choose aliens. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect it to be like mainly ghosts. Like ghost was winning on that poll like crazy. So here we go. We're going to we're going to give you what you want. We're going to get spooky with it. So let's do it. (laughs) and it's funny because as it just so happens it is like a crazy thundering rainy stormy night here yeah with all of us and so it just feels kind of perfect to be doing this one so if the lights flicker who knows it might be the storm it might be ghosts in my portal house but uh (laughs) we're just gonna go with it and see how far we can go but i don't know i I've been having ghostly experiences since I was a really little girl and I've talked about that a lot on some of the other episodes but I don't know I was um it's funny that we're talking about this because I saw an entire episode on like cultural ghost stories um on YouTube recently it just like came up on my suggested and it was talking about La Llorona you know that one oh, yeah. Yeah. did you know yeah. that Didn't one they make a movie about her they did. I, I, I could not, not I got 10 it. minutes into it and I'm like no, <laughs> no I, I haven't seen it either because I swear anytime I watch stuff like that like my vibe just gets I don't know. It's just like amplifies and like all the ghost stuff like starts coming after me and like weird stuff happens. So I've learned my lesson to like not watch as much ghost Mm -hmm. stuff. And I don't really know know a lot about her. So what's her story though? Real fast. I, you might know more, Sussie. Do you know more on that one? I haven't heard the story in a while. Uh, Pretty much it's uh, this lady um, who ended up losing her kids. Mm-hmm. And then um, she starts going around um, whenever she hears kids crying. I think they drowned or something, didn't they? Yeah, they, they drowned or something like that. Like, I think they're, did their uh, car crash in the river or something like that? Mm-hmm. I something. I, I've heard different variations yeah, of the story. Yeah, there's a bunch of different stories about it. Yeah. So the yeah. main core is it that the kids died. Were they her kids? I think so, yes. Yeah, and so, then she's trying to find them. So La Llorona translates into English into what the wailing woman, I think. Pretty much, yeah. And so um, when I was a little kid, um, my uh, cousins from Mexico and stuff, they'd come over and we'd be saying like scary ghost stories and stuff and they'd bring that up. And that was kind of like the way that their grownups would try to get the kids to like quiet down so that the grownups could have grown up time. So they'd say that story and all the kids would be freaking out, like ready to go to bed. But um, yeah, it, I don't know. In Argentina, they ended up having one where, like, this guy comes out with, like, a, a big, like, black bag. And um, if you're, like, not at home or if you're being too loud, he comes and, like, he steals you. And I'm just, like, what? <laughs> like, this is, like, insane. Like, you could have just made up, like, the boogeyman or something. Like, Well, I mean, stuff like mm. that's been going on for hundreds of years, though. Because if you yeah. look at, like, Grimm's fairy tales, they really are 
dark and spooky. Like, um, what is it? The what? What is it with the the story with the witch that lives in the gingerbread house and the kids come in? Hansel, Hansel and Gretel. Yes, Hansel and Gretel. I mean, if you read the actual story, it's creepy and it's I don't know. It doesn't seem very kid friendly, but just stuff like that is going on. about that. Yeah. What, like last year, I, I saw think? it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty good. It's a couple days ago with Sash. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I interrupted you about the ghost story. About oh, yeah. Women. What was your ghost you story? You, you, you have been experiencing ghosts and spirits since you were a young kid. Me? Oh. Yes. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Actually, I think I'm the one that brought that up. I'm the one that went into La Llorona. But um, I don't know. It's It's been something that has really affected me since I was probably about four years old. And um, I don't remember... Um, that early age seeing ghosts, but my grandmother would always tell me that I would be scared to go into this one room that I do remember because she said I would see the ghost of my grandfather there all the time. And he had recently passed. And so um, she said that I just did not like going in there because he'd be sitting on the bed or something like that. And so um, that kind of stuff followed me throughout. And um, I would be going to bed at night in her house um, during the summer when my grandmother would take care of us while my parents were at work. Um, we'd have little sleepovers with her sometimes. And um, I would feel the covers starting to like come off of my head little by little. And oh. I mean, this is terrifying as a little kid, right? And I would start feeling someone patting my hair very gently nothing like crazy I never had like the scratches that some people talk about knock on wood Um, (laughs) because um, it was always very gentle but as a little kid that's still scary as hell and so um, that kind of stuff happened to me for a couple of decades into my adulthood and it was one of the reasons why I always slept with the covers over my head and I would only have like like my eye my nose peeking out and I would freak out my parents because they're like you're gonna suffocate under there why are you always like covered up like a little burrito and I never would tell anybody it wasn't until I was in my mid-20s when I started telling my family my close um family members like what had been going on and it wasn't until then that they started talking about their experiences too, seeing things and it's just interesting isn't it that people can keep stuff like that secret and hidden away for so long yeah that's weird (laughs) I mean for me I've also had experiences since I was a young child but they were um a little bit different. It wasn't that there was someone always in the room with me or something when I was sleeping. Um, it was more like I would see things um, like orbs, for example. I, crazy story. I was probably about six, five or six at the most. And my family and I went to this rumored to be haunted cemetery in my hometown. And um, <clears throat> it's actually called Seton Cemetery that sounds scary in and of itself. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, so we went there around like midnight or so. And, and, um, I remember I pointed out that there were lights above the tree lines in the actual graveyard. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a gate, a fence, like a chain link fence that separated the parking lot from the actual grave area. And I remember I told my mom, we're not supposed to go in there. They don't want us in there. And oh, the closer, like five or six, Ooh. And I remember, I remember this so vividly, and my mom still loves to tell this story, but I remember the closer we got to that fence, the closer the lights would float, kind of like bobbing up and down towards us. Interesting. And when we'd stop, they'd stop. 
but when we backed up, they never backed up. They just stayed there. So, yeah, it was, it was scary. That's why I was like, Mom, we are not supposed to go in there. We don't need, you know, I don't want to go in there. I don't want to go in there. And I eventually started freaking out so bad trying to tell her not to go in that she was like, okay, kid's getting too, too scared. We need to go. And then we started hearing laughing. And it sounded like one, like, teenage to young adult woman's very high-pitched laugh with a group of guys and it was like off to the side and the cars are behind us the fence with the orbs or whatever by the tree are in front of us and it, the laughs are over here and then like a minute or so later they're on the complete opposite side so that's when my mom's like okay no we're getting the f out of here <laughs> oh she heard them too yeah everyone heard oh, them everyone man. was seeing the orbs too it wasn't just oh. me my whole family was seeing them and i was like we're not supposed to go in there um and it was me my mom my dad two of my older brothers and my younger brother so, so you're just, saying all we're of not us supposed to go in there and everyone's like nah come on <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden like everyone starts seeing and hearing stuff like uh-uh. well yeah and then like the whole time everybody could see those orbs with me i was like we're not supposed to go in there and my older brother being the country boy that he is was like oh we'll be fine let's go let's go look at it and i'm like you were not going to come back from that. <laughs> you know what? That's uh, that's the exact way people get entities attached to them, too. It's just like doing stuff like that. Oh, speaking of, Sussy, we should have started this. Will you do a circle? Because whenever we yeah. end up talking about this stuff, weird things end up happening. So we need a circle of protection, and Sussy is the best one at it. Did you want me to do it at your house, too? Do it at, Yeah. I'll I give mean, you permission. Y'all can keep talking and I'll, I'll do yeah, it totally. anyway. Yeah, totally. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Deal. Um, I don't know. Can y'all see the smoke like wafting over here? I have my incense going. Yeah. Mona, Mona lit Palo Santo. <laughs> and sage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're prepared. Got it all going. Yeah. And it's so important, right? Like, I don't know, just the whole ritual of protection, mm-hmm. making sure. And Ceci's the one that definitely got me started on that. And it it makes so much sense because you're just going in there so unprotected into something like a cemetery. I'm not saying don't go into haunted cemetery. Like, if you want to do that, do you. I think they're fun. I think it's fun looking at different headstones and stuff like that because I love history. It's not that I don't like going in cemeteries. I ha- used to hang out in them all the time for fun. It's this specific one was just it felt like it was just seeped in these horrible emotions and vibrations and I didn't want any part of it do you think the orbs since they wouldn't back up whenever you backed up do you think they were acting as guardians of the cemetery oh I just got chills I don't know I I think they may have been or they were I don't know if they were that's a the residents or the yeah. spirits that were there because they probably moved on but i i, I have no idea i just knew just that like, they didn't want us in there yeah what if it was just like families or you know like being ancestors and yeah stuff? or someone that's, yeah. that was there like waiting be like hey is this my family coming to visit me and then y'all just freaking left like <laughs> they're like hey it was, guys <laughs> it's it the was, welcome wagon of ghosts <laughs> it was a very old cemetery so the cemetery is in gatesville texas so that's that's where i was i born and where i grew up mostly but um it it has a big history like you can look it up and everything it's rumored to be haunted and if you go at these certain hours more things are supposed to happen or stuff like that but um yeah i went there once during the day when i was 10 went back with a bunch of two friends that true sisters and they wanted to go 
And I wouldn't go at night, so we went in the day. Smart. And I was terrified to get out of the truck because he went in the back way, and we were in the actual grave sites. And I remember there was this one graveyard, our grave plot, that was just super lavish and it had like a marble stone bench and headstone and wind chimes and all this stuff and and i sat down on the bench and then like the wind just kind of stopped and i was like i'm sorry i'm leaving (laughs) (laughs) so i I didn't go back it's Mm -hmm. like when we went to the the cemetery um i don't know if you guys like the one that you and Mona went to, yeah, or the we one that we the, all we went, went to. Yeah, we went to the Ouija board. That and, oh yeah, that one was fun. I liked that. I didn't feel mm-hmm. anything like creepy in there. We got some really good activity on the board, and uh, you know, we, we who, gave our offerings. Who came through when y'all did Ouija at the cemetery? Which I'm, I'm, I, I'm guessing that y'all did a really good protection circle. And we stuff. did. Yeah. <laughs> we actually, yeah, we did. We did a couple offerings too, and we laid oh, them nice. at like this crossroads that we found in the pathway. Uh-huh. And then after we did the offering, we found a tree that had split into three sections. So it was kind of like we got affirmation after oh, doing our really offering. Cool I just got chills. Yeah. Okay. So um, we've talked about this before. Like when we start talking about this stuff, weird stuff happens, and I'm starting to feel people or something touching me, like touching. Well, Mono's talking. Somebody's touching like my hair and stuff. I don't know what that's all about. So see in the last group episode that we did here on video, like you started talking about somebody touching your hair too. Yeah. What do you think that's all about? Why are they touching the hair? Is that one of the most sensitive places? I feel like it is. Because I mean, you know, it's, we have a lot of hair and it's light. So it's, it's easily, it's, it's thin enough where they can probably move it Mm -hmm. really, you know, or at least like, I don't know. Like, is it like so? It's noticeable. It takes less energy to manipulate a tiny strand of hair yeah. than yeah. an because arm. Because the place that they touch like... me is here on the ha- head, and then they touch me on the shoulder. Usually, my right shoulder in the back. Yes. Yeah. And See, then they touch me here. Me, what I what I, mean, I envision form. is that when you're in a spiritual form, you aren't like confined to, of course, obviously these physical bodies. So your your spiritual essence takes like I don't know. It's it, to me, it just seems broader and taller and takes up more space. Just so that energy the, light you've talked about. Right. And the closest thing when it reaches to you is probably the top of your head because you're probably so small compared to it. I don't know. That's just what comes into my head. It, I mean, I could be off. the truth is nobody really knows. It's right? all just kind of theories until like somebody really... <laughs> Like gets recorded proof or something, but yeah. And then um, for those of you who are listening on the podcast episode um, or streaming or whatever, wherever you listen to your, the podcast at, um, we do have we are recording this on video as well, so you can catch that on YouTube. Um, and then for those of you who are watching us, um, a storm is is brewing. It's happening. There's probably going to be some hail uh, in in an hour or two. Um, so we might have some issues with our connection. Um, I know, uh, Mandy's camera has been kind of off and it looks like she's mm-hmm. like flickering. She's digitizing. It's, it's getting, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. Or like she has like yeah. a funky, like Snapchat filter or something, <laughs> but like it's back to normal now. So you, you look normal, Mandy. You're good. But Thank it goodness. might happen. Let's not jinx it though. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. not jinx it. But, Dude, um, I have like I have my crystals over here. I don't know if you can see them. Ew, so I brought in oh, my spirit that, cords. Yes. Please don't look at my nails. I haven't gone to the nail salon yet, but <laughs> uh, so this one facilitates like um, connection with spirit or spirits. And then of course I have my amethyst over here. Where's your rose so, quartz? 
Well, we're not talking love vibes today. We're talking. Well, the amethyst will transmute and transform any negative vibes or energies into positive. So, yeah. Oh, so before it was talking about the whole video thing, um, they were showing me. Okay, so you know when you have uh, so ghost, um, it's like electromagnetic waves, right? Mm-hmm. Like when oh, you see the them EMF on Ghost of, EMF, yeah. When you see them on like Ghost Adventures, and they bring out their gear, and like the spirits are able to like make it the little machine beep and stuff. Yeah, they um, manipulate everything. So it's it's through electricity in a way, right? Yeah. So like they had they they just showed me the guys just showed me. You know when you rub a balloon on your hair and it, you lift it, ooh, look, goosebumps. Okay, so I feel like this is why they're able they touch your hair mostly is because you can the electricity like you can feel it right Mm -hmm. so that that's that might be a way like how they're able to do that as well i could see that i mean it makes sense i asked i was like hey you know well and also too like even with people that are still alive like if you and i were next to each other and you just had your hands close to one another you can feel one another's energy yeah Mm -hmm. you can feel it yeah and and theirs i think is is just less confined because you know they don't have all this in the way so it's it's a stronger yeah. um touch That's funny Ceci, that you mentioned that because i mentioned this in the other group episode that we did but i'll, I'll say it again here since it's the topic of ghosts um i felt that charged energy whenever um i saw that little boy in my room the little ghost boy that likes to follow around in my house he's very he sweet to, like, but he's very shy yeah uh, yo, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah. Don't that, be Mandy in the middle of the night. Dude. Yeah. Or maybe do. Like, I don't know. It's each their own. <laughs> but, um, so there's this little ghost boy for background info that has been following me around in my house for a while. And I don't think he's attached to the house. I think he's attached to me. I suspect that he might be, um, my son in a past life if we want to go there. Um, but, he is very shy. He's very little. He's probably around five or six. But every time I see him, he is um, it, dressed in that sailor uniform with like knee high socks. And he has very dark hair and he's adorable and he has good energy. But he just always likes to peek around corners to check on me. <laughs> he loves watching me when I'm cooking or when I'm just relaxing in the living room. I think he likes to watch me do a lot of mom type of stuff, you know. But um, so it, I had asked him and like I was doing a Ouija session by myself which is totally okay I don't want any like negative Nancy's out there like you shouldn't be doing Ouija yeah, because I totally believe you can yes I I personally use Ouija as a divination source um so anyway I had been going through Ouija to try to connect with him maybe he would come through that way he didn't but um I tried to ask him to like make an appearance at some point if he felt up to it well I got what I asked for couple nights later um i was having to get up super early to be at the airport for an early flight and i was up getting ready and it was 3 30 in the morning and if you know me i don't really like being up at that time because i believe it's the witching hour and freaky shit happens <laughs> and um he ended up popping up and it was around 3 30 in the morning i'm sitting there blow drying my hair in the mirror and I just got this huge charged like energy all over me, like Ceci was talking about, like electricity. It just felt like the whole air was charged with it. And the hair on my arms just went up and I knew somebody or something was there. So I turned off the hair dryer and I had to peek around the corner to my door, my bedroom door. He was standing right there, finally. <laughs> 
And it was like a split second. And it was like a second and a half, but it felt like time just like stood still. And I could see him and he just looked at me, didn't smile, didn't say anything, but then he was gone. But I just he was like, oh my started, God, they just saw me. <laughs> well, my, my reaction was just to start laughing because that's what I do when I'm presented with weird stuff like that. I just start laughing. But then I said, thank you, because that's what I had asked for. I had asked for him to be brave enough to like come say hi to me. And he did. And that's the only time I've seen a full apparition of him here in the house. I still see him peeking around corners and stuff. But yeah, like Sessie said recently, um, I accidentally invited him in bed because he he's starting to say mommy like in weird times of the night I can hear someone calling me and it's not my daughter and I don't have a son here in this lifetime and so I know it's him so I was in that space and dream time where you're half awake half asleep and I was right here and I heard him calling me mommy mommy and I just like pulled the covers back and I said get into bed baby (laughs) I was like, come cuddle me. And then I woke up and I was like, what the hell did I just do? I just invited a ghost kid into my bed. It's like, can I, I take it back? Hey. What do I do? Do I just like lay here I know. and just fall asleep again no. until he Dude, leaves? Like, I like uh... stayed up and watched YouTube videos for like two hours until like, fall asleep again. Because even though like we have these abilities, it doesn't mean that it's not still creepy, right? Like yeah. I can okay, see ghosts, exactly. but I'm just like. I've never invited on. a ghost uh, to hang out in bed with me. Never um, say but yeah, well, <laughs> but um, I mean, I've had asked my like I do ask my guides to come cuddle with me. Or like, I mean, I've done that before too. Yeah, like I have some guides that are like really hot in temperature, right? And during winter, it's like I need a little heater, like you know. And so I'm just like, <laughs> come on in, like please help. It's freezing in here. No, but, I do know. that too with one of my specific guides when I'm in an unfamiliar place or I don't feel entirely safe or something when I'm sleeping or staying the night somewhere, um, like a hotel or something like that, or or to just a completely new place that I'm not familiar with, and I'll just I'll just like, hey, let's cuddle, get in here. <laughs> I need to feel safe, and it, it almost feels like I feel the arms wrap around me and like Aww. this very comforting embrace, and then I could just pass out. I've never asked my guides to do that. I've never thought to. Um, I have asked my angels in that same situation to wrap their wings around me, and I feel the same. So I guess it's it's coming from the same place, I guess. That's cool, though. I would like to try that with my guides, though. Oh, and then um, I'm glad you mentioned the whole traveling thing, Mona. Like, um, for some of you, if you guys think that, hey, you know, like, you're going to a different place, you're not going to stay at your house, you're not, you know, you get that feeling of, I don't really feel protected, a lot of stuff probably happened, and then you get that, you know, your anxiety, and you're like, oh, someone probably died in this hotel room, and then you're, like, freaking out. So, like, you can actually take um, a little small, like, witchy kit, like a travel kit, um, where you can make it, like, your altar. So you can take crystals, you can take sage. Um, I've taken, like, sage leaves instead of my whole bundle. Um, and just burn a leaf or two, yeah. Yeah, leaf or two. You can I would not recommend tra- doing that in the hotel room, though, because they could mistake it for weed or well, cigarette smoke. So since I travel a lot, I take the sage spray. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. The spray, I do it the in spray there. is good. Um, I've, I've burned it, but, like, I'm not talking about, like, you know, making a huge thing of smoke. You do have, like, the, the fire alarms and everything. And mm-hmm. it might smell like weed. Um, I still crack my door open whenever I do it. Um, but... It's not a lot. It's just enough. Or what you can do is you can take salt, like sea salt with you, and just make a circle around your bed. Ooh, Sessie, I think your chair's banging again. Here we go. (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't do anything. Oh, your hands. Something's oh, banging. Oh, it's my hands. My bad. Okay. I know earlier in the video, um, like, you see me, like, looking this way. Um, I heard, like, a bang, and I thought it was my cat climbing onto the altar. My cat's in bed sleeping. And I'm just like, oh. oh. It's starting. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's like, oh, speaking of cats and the subject of ghosts and stuff, that's, like, one of my um, fears or anxieties, I should say. So... I have a cat that I've had for, she's going to be nine in this November. And so I've had her for, for nine years. I got her when she was a baby. And I cannot sleep without her if I'm home. I Like, my husband can stay out and watch TV fine, but I cannot fall asleep without my cat. Because she, she comes and I lay on my side and she cuddles up like lengthwise against my chest and I curl around her, right? That does the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I always have this thing because she'll wait for me to get comfortable before she gets on the bed, and I always have this fear that she's going to jump on the bed and come up and rub against me, or I'm going to feel her jump on the bed, and then I'm going to feel her jump on the bed again. Oh, <laughs> and then I'm like, cat friends. Huh, no, like, like, okay, which one of you is not supposed to be here type thing? <laughs> I always have this intrusive thought that one of these days something's going to jump on the bed, and it's not going to be my cat. Has it happened? No. <laughs> I hope not. That would be... I hope not. And I'm always like, as soon as I think that, I'm like, stop it, stop it, stop it. Mandy, don't you have, like, spiritual cats that, like, rub against you or something oh like that? Oh my gosh, yes. Which is the weirdest thing. So, like, as my gifts or whatever were, like, amplifying... Sorry, I dropped my ring over here. I'm trying to grab Just, it. like, to grab um, it. No, hot mess <laughs> over here. Okay, found it. Um, yeah, what was it, like, a year and a half ago, I started telling you guys, like, the weirdest thing, I would just be in the kitchen, after, like, barefoot or something. After the first time I went over to your house. Is that, oh, so it was a long time ago. Okay, so a couple years now, yeah. So, I was cooking in the kitchen, and I felt what feels, you know when cats, like, would do that thing where they, like, do the, like, hump over, like, your leg to, like, get cuddles or something? Yeah, Not humping yeah. your foot, but whatever. Um, <laughs> they, like, weird little thing curl really, on your leg. Yeah, they, like, mm -hmm. rub up against yeah. you and, like, in and out of your feet and stuff, or your legs. That's what I felt, because I've had cats before. I don't have any cats in my house right now. Um, and so, I was like, what in the world? And I, like, looked down, and there was nothing, and I was like, okay, cool. Well, then after I felt that, I started seeing cats, like a black cat and a white cat, um, like running out of the corner of my eye in my house. Sometimes I'll hear a cat bell and it's just so strange. And I, I mean, I guess it could be past cats that I've had maybe that are in my house. I don't know. But that's when Sassy was like, well, you should look up um, the goddess Bastet. And I had never heard of Bastet. And I looked her up and she's the Egyptian goddess of cats and things like that and she's badass oh speaking of, <laughs> speaking hi, of cats <laughs> hi. oh little precious michelle so... hey baby girl okay. <laughs> she's here. like you may pet me she's she's the the official mascot over here baby. is she wearing her bow no she's her not. little bow tie she she's like the cutest bow tie it's adorable she has, she has her bow tie mm -hmm. i think there's like yeah. a bunch of pictures on instagram of her um <laughs> I have had Mona though. I have woken up to bodies like that I can't see um, sitting on my bed. I can see like the outline of somebody that is plopped down. That has happened to me several times throughout my life, and it's like, always an unsettling feeling. So I understand what you're saying. Like you don't want to feel that way. Like 
The Mm-mm. only time I've ever had anything wake me up was last year. Um, it was in the middle of the night, and everyone was asleep. My husband was asleep next to me. And it felt like very suddenly the blanket, like as if someone was standing on my side of the bed, had taken the blanket and flipped it off of me, throwing it towards my oh. husband's side of the bed. And I remember <laughs> like I kept my eyes closed, and I like reached legs and arms all up, grabbed it, and yanked it back down and covered my face. Mm-hmm. And just I fell back to sleep and that was it. But oh it, no, I would have been it, like, nope. It didn't. It didn't come off of me as if he rolled and it pulled off of me. It flew up off of me, and I remember I told y'all guys about this, but it was a long time ago, and it, it freaked me out. But I, I don't know. I never. Yeah, that's like some paranormal after. activity shit. Mm-hmm. That. Dude, that's, that's I, the only time I've ever been woken up. And. Mm. I loved that movie, but you know how I just said, like, I can't watch those movies because afterwards, like, shit starts happening because I start thinking about it. Um, After I would see those movies, because, I mean, I loved them because it was, like, my life. Like, not, like, the demon parts and stuff like that, but, um, like, the stuff opening and closing, like, yeah, Yeah. and and the witching hour and stuff. So I loved those movies because it was, like, watching my life in play. But it would also freak me out. And so I noticed that every time I would come home after watching those movies in the theaters, I would have like a month long worth of like (laughs) spiritual activity happening in my house. It wasn't until I put two and two together after I saw The Conjuring with one of my girlfriends in the middle of the day. um, We rented it here at my house and weird shit started happening then too. And we heard stuff in the hallway. We heard like people whispering and stuff. I was like, I can't watch this stuff anymore. I don't know. I turn into like an automatic like lighthouse ghost finder. Like it's like here's Mandy come freak me out. That come out of the movies or shows or whatever. And then especially if they're like starting to speak Latin or whatever. Yes. Like it's like uh uh-uh. uh it's like I don't know what you're trying to say. Like I know it might be a TV show or whatever, but you still have to be really cautious just in We case. talked about that with the uh, Sabrina the the Sabrina the Teenage Witch series, the new one on Netflix. Yeah. How we just fast forward when they're doing oh, a lot of the yes. spells and stuff yeah. because they start words summoning have stuff power. it's like I don't even know if this is real. I don't know where they got their stuff, so it's just like nope, so I like fast forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, and I don't blame you. And I know, Mandy, you've said before that you've had someone, like, you usually see, like, what shadow people or entities, like, peeking around corners at you as well, in addition to that little boy at your house, and that you've had someone at your house physically see that, too, mm-hmm. once uh-huh. before, um, when y'all guys were in the living room. I remember you mentioned that once, I think. Um, um, yeah, I, I've seen, well, So things are remember? crazy at your house. I mean, honestly, it took me a long time to realize that it's not my house, because, once oh, yeah, you no. once you live in four haunted houses in a row, you start to realize it's you, not the mm-hmm. house, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> what are the odds that you would find that many haunted houses? Grow up in one and everything. So I, don't I think know. I am. I'm my own living haunted house, and I bring shit with me wherever I go. So, like, but. before before I started, like, realizing this whole, like, spiritual witchy stuff, um, when I was younger, um, so my mom was the one who had who has gifts and uh even her family they call her they're like they're like you're crazy you're a witch and she never liked that word because of why like how they said it to her right like they Mm -hmm. wouldn't believe her um she she was in the kitchen one day and um how the kitchen is how the sink like you see out the window right and um she ended up seeing we have a playground out there for the kids 
and she ended up seeing a little ghost kid just like standing by the by the playground and then she mentioned something and then that's when you know and my dad was like oh like you know you're just making that up blah blah blah. like you know so anytime she's always like said something like that no one would believe her you know there's one point um i was i was about two and a half and um it was christmas time and she went outside and she was just in the garden and there was this like santa claus like wooden thing that you put in your yard you know Uh and she says she heard her dad's voice saying her name and then it said they got you an ironing board for christmas she was like what just happened she went running inside um my grandma and my aunt was there and she was like did you get me an ironing board for christmas and then my grandma and my aunt look at each other and are like did you tell her right (laughs) and then they're like no and they're like how'd you know and then she's like oh i heard dad's voice uh, on the you know on the santa claus and they're like oh you're crazy blah 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 and they didn't they're like yo you probably peeked at the gift and it's like i don't even know where it's at you know so she's like <laughs> whatever so i remember those stories um so she never really explored her gifts just because of how she never liked that word um but after i started you know getting all into this stuff and i had you guys over and our other friends like I would call myself, you know, witch and stuff. And, like, I remember one of our other friends did a card reading on my mom. And she's like, you know, you're really talented. You're a talented witch. And my mom's like, oh. And, and she was like, it's not a bad word, you know. No. And then she slowly, like, she she won't call herself a witch. But if someone mentions it, she doesn't say no. She, like, she's more accepting of it, which is amazing. Yeah. That's a big step. And I even, mm-hmm. I bought her a tarot deck in Spanish and I'm like, in her little books and she has a little <laughs> altar and she's like, this isn't an altar. And I'm like, do you have sage? Do you have crystals? Do you have candles? And a tarot deck. And an altar. And books. I was like, that's an altar. And she's like, no, that's like my little space. And I'm like, an altar, an altar is your altar. little space. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, then yeah, I have an altar. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, oh, I'm so proud of her. I know, yes. me too. I just got goosebumps. Yeah, I know. They're proud of her too. But I'm used to wearing glasses, so I just did this to like try and fix my glasses on. <laughs> now, um, another story from her. I know I'm telling her, telling you guys stories about my mom just because I don't really have much experience as things like moving, except I'll, I'll get in detail about that one story that happened to me while I was sleeping but um one of the other things my mom when she was younger she was in Argentina um her and her friends decided to make a Ouija board and you know how you can technically make one if you write it on a piece of paper and I like where this story is going already yeah continue of course (laughs) this this is why she doesn't like me using them (laughs) they can't I cannot bring one to the house so (laughs) They did it. They did the little cup. They were moving. I don't remember how old they were. I think they were like 13, 14. And um, they're like, oh, nothing's happening. And they tried inviting um, like a family member. I don't know. But one of the girls was 
the window was 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 open and the windows in argentina they're like steel window doors like they're heavy and it was open because it was, it was a hot summer day and um the two girls were sitting by the window and um one of them got up and left and all of a sudden the light starts flickering and they're like oh you're just joking around you know blah 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 they're not believing it well whoever this stuff i'm getting goosebumps whatever the spirit was or whoever it was slams the door from the window closed and the girl that was left by the window she so happened to tie her shoelace so she bent down exactly at the time where this this metal heavy window like it would have cut open her head or something like she would have been really injured if that would have hit her and yeah it was crazy i don't know if maybe that shoelace came undone because it was like a guide thing i don't know but she luckily like decided to tie her shoelace i don't know why my cat is just like coming to visit <laughs> maybe she's hungry she knows she knows oh, that we're talking baby. about cats well i mean you know cats are she does see rumored them. to be guardians of the spirit world right yeah yeah okay no 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 don't press on the keyboard um so <laughs> i've had I've had a couple, well, a handful of different type of experiences myself, and but so has my mom, and then my dad, and then my mom's father and his mother. It's like I have a whole family history of things just happening. Um, I remember I used to spend a lot of time with my mother's father, so my grandpa. We were best friends and he would just we would just sit around after school and he would just tell me stories of his life and his adventures and his ghost stories and you know, the ladies he wooed back in the day type thing right it was just any story that he could tell me I was just I couldn't get enough I just I don't know I like the passing down of knowledge from generation to generation that's always been very exciting to me and um, he told me a story once about he was a little boy, and he had been exceptionally horrible to his mom, my great-grandmother, that day. And I heard that I, behind I'm you, really Susie. Yeah. I'm really hoping my closet door, but she's not there. So. Okay. Well, well, okay. we'll see. If I we'll see anything see. behind you, I'll let you know. Um, so, and it, he said that that night he had had a dream of a woman and she was completely naked, surrounded by fire. And he said that in one hand she was kind of like casually tossing a fireball. And the other hand she was like beckoning him. But oh, And he said she was naked except for like this this fur coat. It, he had, I don't know. The next day he found hey. that exact same fur coat in his mom's closet in the back when he went to go get something for her. And it's not That's something crazy. she'd ever warn. Yeah, I don't know. He said that he interpreted it as like a warning to, uh, you know, or something or like that. Yeah. But just um, my family has this history of things happening in their dreams. And I just now I'm connecting that as I'm telling the story about my grandpa. He had a lot of things that he saw in his dreams. And that's when things are revealed to me the most, too. And that's cool. I'm just now connecting that. Anyway. So Thanks, my mom, guys. Thanks. But my mom actually has a lot of stories about when she's awake, more like Mandy does. Um, she's seen and heard things and experienced things that are, like, even more than me. And I think she's, she's they're attracted to her like they are to you. And it's, it's crazy. She spent her whole life 
trying to fit herself in this mold of calling herself Christian and then mm-hmm. being cast out by that whole genre because they found out that she was attracted to women mm-hmm. and she lived in a small town. They kind of just, they, they kind of snubbed her to the point where she just left town and that kind of turned her off the whole point. Like everyone in that town was like, there's a church on every corner. And if that's how you act when you're of that faith, it was very hypocritical to her. So it's just, she kind of became more spiritual. And I'm not saying everyone that is Christian is like that. That was just her experience. And since then, she's she's very, very spiritual now and very much so more in tune mm-hmm. with her gifts. And she's much more open if she has anything of the witchy variety or spiritual variety. She always calls me and wants to talk to me about it. And I think it's just, it's sweet to have that bond. Like you yeah. said, that your family opened up. Mm-hmm. But she's told me a lot of stories that she's had happen to her, and and hers are terrifying, actually. She doesn't have very many. She has some, but most of them are terrifying stories where she feels threatened, mm-hmm. like someone whispering in her ear to do horrible things, and she's waking up to that. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrifying. That's crazy. Um, Sorry, there's yeah. a spider on my desk, and I'm trying It's like... To freak out, and then I'm just I, dude. I, I told it. you, spiders have been coming around. I swear to God, I had two more spiders saw one on today. me. Oh, they're everywhere. We have okay. I've been seeing people talking about snake and spider medicine lately. People are either seeing snakes or they're seeing spiders, and I'm just like, all right. I don't know where I, it came from because it like whoa. crawled from under my arm, and it's like, dude. I told y'all about the one that I was watching TV, and there was one crawling on my neck on the couch. Stop. Did I not tell you guys Stop. about that? No. This was like Stop. three days no. ago. So I told y'all like spiders mm-hmm. just keep coming to me right now. I'm trying to like pay attention. And like I, felt, I felt something right here. And I was like, it has to be a hair. So I got it and I felt something. So I instantly like cupped my hand and threw it. And it was on the I'm, carpet. Okay. It was a spider that big. No, this Didn't bite super tiny, but I'm still freaking out. Like, Bye. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> My daughter and I, we went to the park yesterday. Sure enough, little spider crawling up on me again. And I'm just like, I can't. I can't, guys. Yeah, <laughs> me and, and spiders. I, like, I try not to kill spiders because like, I oh, start I don't feeling either. bad. I know. So I'm just like, maybe I can grab it with a piece of paper. And now it just disappeared. And I'm just like, well, I hope it doesn't you, reach my bed tonight. Like You have a new roommate. I Yay. do. I should give it a name. <laughs> <laughs> That's who opened the closet. Oh, right, yeah. Closed. <laughs> Michelle, I'm gonna have her like come to the desks. Like back you're gonna to you're gonna turn into Spider Woman. Uh, <laughs> more more gifts coming through. Yeah. Um, oh, but, speaking so, about the dreams, I know I think I mentioned this the last time we we talked about ghosts and stuff. But um, with Mona, with you saying that your mom, it like or your family comes through like in dreams or whatever. Um, my only, like, occurrence with, like, creepy ghosts in the middle of the night. I think What's it's banging again, Sussie. What's banging? I don't know. The table again. It's, like, in here. There we go. I'm good. Onward. <laughs> Continue. Um, sorry, I didn't even notice. Um, so, middle of the night, um, I was dreaming, and these two guys were trying to kill me with some guns in the dream, and mm. to be able to like shoot the gun, they have me memorize this like code, which is weird. Why would they give it to me, right? And um, 
I was trying to back away. I grabbed one of the guns and I was like, what was the code that they were just talking about? Like I try, I set it and then I put it on the gun. And as soon as I was about to shoot these guys, I wake up, um, and I feel someone, I hear someone scratching at the door and I'm like, Oh, Michelle probably, my cat probably wants to go out or something, or maybe she's outside. And I turn the light on. I look over, Michelle's sleeping next to me and I'm like, who's scratching at my door? Well, anytime I go to sleep every day, um, like, I cast a circle around my room. Um, just because I don't really like to have, like, spirits or anything, like, come and visit me while I sleep, because that's creepy. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, I have my boundaries. And, I mean, they come to me all the time, so it's like, I need need my space when I'm sleeping. Well, in this case, this was very important, because... I went to go open the door, and before I do that, I'm like, no. I Of course I called my guides instantly, right, when I noticed that Michelle was sleeping next to me. And I get in my head, I get that, that like, I can see that these two guys that were in my dream are the ones who are scratching at my door. And I was like, no. And so I told my guides, I was like, you need to cross them over or get rid of them or something. Like, I don't want them in my house. Like, this is creepy. And the the code that they ended up giving me to use uh, on this gun was actually, sorry, was actually, um, I guess, the dates that they died or, you know, when they were alive. I don't know. It was like a specific date. I don't remember what it was. Um, but that was, like, the only thing that, like, woke me up that was, like, super creepy, and it was weird how they were able to connect or talk to me in dream time and then be outside my door. Yeah. It was, like, the weirdest thing. No, my, thank you. My mom, when she said that she was woken up by something, it was, like, crouched down beside her and whispering in her ear, and she could physically see it when she woke up. It terrified her, and it was telling her these these horrible things to do type thing and she called me and I think I was 18 or 19 at the time and I was nowhere near where I'm at now and knowledge and stuff like that because back then going and researching things on the internet was still new for me it was a new concept I mean I didn't grow up with technology like the kids now are um and uh, so I just kind of was like okay Wear a lot of silver, first off. Um, I know you've got silver jewelry because I've given you some. And then I told her to do salt on all of the like Why silver? perimeters. Silver. Uh, I'm over here like oh, werewolves. <laughs> no. Yeah, right? Silver actually repels negative spirits. Um, Interesting. I didn't hear it, it repels them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I told her to wear a lot of silver and then do salt along like all the... Uh, the windows and doors and everything like around the house and I told her just get a couple jugs and just go around the house who cares Mm -hmm. and uh, and then I told her to create a like a mantra a chant or something that was meaningful to her Mm -hmm. that made her feel strong or or brave whenever she said it and anytime she felt even the inkling of that same energy starting to come around to just start saying it over and over in her head or out loud whatever made it better and she said she started doing that and occasionally she would feel like it was watching her from outside in the windows Ooh. and it, but it wasn't coming inside anymore and it wasn't waking her up whispering anymore but she could feel she'd wake up and see like it staring at her through a window and then eventually it just could never came back and i'm getting like the most intense chills right now remembering this because i remember that terrifying me when she was telling me about it 
But um, thank the gods I haven't had anything like that happen. I used to... Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. This is plywood. That'll work. <laughs> I'll let sheet rock. Dang. Anyway. So... <laughs> and the no, wall. Don't work. Whatever. Um, I... I was... Whenever... Um, I was like 20 or something. I I wasn't asleep, but I did have a the most terrifying experience I had was I was at a friend's house and I was in his room watching TV while he was in the main room playing a game. And I was alone and and I was just laying on his bed watching the TV and all of a sudden all the lights and electricity and everything in the room just goes out and then I immediately feel this overbearingly like vile evil presence and and I immediately just shove a pillow over my face because I didn't want to see it but my mind's eye I saw like a shadow of a person with like these red eyes and like these sharp teeth and the more scared I got the the bigger its smile got and the closer it got to me type thing and I remember just going no 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 and I kept the pillow over my face and somehow without slamming into a wall managed to run out of the room I don't know how I did that, but I ran out of the room and down the hallway, around in the kitchen, and fell into a corner and onto the floor. And when I finally got my face out of the pillow, that was the only room in the house where the electricity was out. That's crazy. I, I, I didn't go back into that room. Actually, I moved out. I wasn't either. I was, I was living with him. And that was, like, before I moved in with him. But I, I was living with him for a while. And then I just, like, I moved in, didn't like it, moved out within, like, a month. And I'm like, mm-mm. I remember you like, telling that story, Mono. You told that story during our Shadow People episode. <laughs> and then that. shortly, yeah. well, that was forever ago. But shortly after, um, sometime in that episode, <laughs> Mona and I kept hearing weird shit in my kitchen. And we were the only two in the house. We kept yeah, hearing things like knocking like, over and I stuff. I remember you guys telling me that afterwards. We're yeah. Like, what the hell? And it was just weird. That was a weird episode altogether. The energy was like crazy. But anyway, <laughs> that just reminded me of that. Yeah, it just sucks because like entities like that, like they feed off of fear. You mm-hmm. know? They they really do. Uh-huh. And I knew I was not gonna be able to stop myself from being scared. So I just my next thought was to get away from it. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I had a feeling that it wanted me alone because I was alone. So don't be alone. Uh. Yeah, that sucks. yeah, like most of the spirits like that come to me like to to cross over and stuff. Or um, for example, uh, recently I ended up having um, I met with a client and um, like they they were new and everything, and they wanted a tarot reading and before I, I got this was in person before i i was just like shuffling the cards and i'm like okay like let me tap into your energy you know and like i started like letting her know like you know i was like mentioning some things and she was like yeah like that's how i feel like that like blah blah, blah. and i was like okay, well, what's happening now is because, like, an event that's happened before, um, and it's still bothering you now. Well, apparently, um, a few days past was, uh, the anniversary of her mom passing away. And I was like, okay, I was like, then that's who's here, right? And I was like, I can do this thing where, you know, as you're 
you're you're talking to her like you know any last last words that you want to to tell her and things like that i was like when you're done i was like it's it's just a little bit of time but i can she can hug you through me if you want that and she's like yeah i was like okay so she just started releasing like all this stuff that was pent up from like years ago and but that that connection that like i could see this the weight lifting off her shoulders and Mm. stuff you know and like in my head i could hear her mom like trying to channel through me and stuff and saying all these things like how she was proud of her that she was sorry you know and um like and of course i would i would tell her and it was just like just crying all over you know and i was like oh it's so emotional and of course i'm crying too and yeah that that's that's like the spirit stuff that like when i channel like i haven't really gotten like to creepy stuff um i did cleanse a home uh last year and there was something that involved that i ended up just talking to it right and i was like look like you're feeding off of their energy that's not cool like it was it involved like the neighbor um how this neighbor was so mad at, at my my friend and or his parents or whatever and she didn't know that she had something attached to her that was feeding off of her anger and i just ended up talking to it i'm like hey man like you know like don't go near this family like stay in your corner like these like they're about to move like calm down you know Mm. and after i cleansed the house i was there for like five hours but there were so many spirits i ended up counting about 10 there's like four outside and then the rest were inside and then in the front yard and then some other one came in and when i told the family this they were like oh the neighbor across the way her daughter died i'm like okay so this is the the daughter that's asking for the mom so like it all connected afterwards because i would like i wrote notes of what i could channel and what i was hearing and then i'm like hey do you know this do you know about this and then it like started connecting and i'm like okay this this makes sense Mm -hmm. so after saging the house for five hours and doing ritual and gritting and i ended up having like i salted the house like through the outside and this property was big, so I was, like, carrying, like, buckets of, like, salt <laughs> and just, like, dumping it. Anyway, it was, it was really cool. But, um, but yeah, that was, that's pretty much it, like. I remember when, uh, well, I don't remember. I was, I remember being told about this incident happening because I was too young to actually remember it myself. Um, I think I was told I was like three or four, probably four when it happened. My aunt um, had told me that she had just come home from work and she was crying, but I didn't know she didn't come home yet because I was at the back of the house playing. But apparently I came and found her and told her that the man said that it's okay. She doesn't have to cry because she'll get a new job. And she had just been fired that day and is coming home crying. And I had no way of knowing that. And I'm like, I wish I could remember this. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just things like that have happened yeah. to me. Um, or or I remember being 
um, seven or eight or ten. I remember things based in my life based on how old I was. Um, it's it's my little life calendar. <laughs> um, but I remember being outside playing at a family's house, and this house is like out in the middle of nowhere. Like it makes country look city. Um, I think this this little town had five houses and one church and a broken down gas station that's it um anyway so there's like woods and stuff like up against every property and um, a lot of wild animals and i remember being out in the backyard playing and there's no fences or anything it's just all open and i heard this really deep deep and like I don't know how to say it, pronounce that word, but gravely, like like a very deep voice that rumbled. And he just said the word, go inside. Mm. And I'm just like, there's nobody around me at all. Yeah. And I don't even know anybody that has that voice. And I just like, okay, I'm going inside. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and question that. And I mean, I never found out why I was told to go inside because I'm I'm not I was I was just scared. I'm like a little kid and this really deep voice tells me to go inside. I'm not about to go back outside and playing again. Mm-mm. <laughs> but I I kind of wonder to this day if there was like ever like a wild animal that had been coming up and stuff cuz there were cougars and stuff like that in that Maybe, that area. Yeah. Totally. And um now I know exactly who it was as an adult now in my life. I know exactly who that was that spoke to me. It was my guide, the one that I'm most connected to because I've had dreams like since high school onwards where I've seen his like face or I've heard his voice or and stuff like that. And it's the same one, it's the same presence, it's the same voice that's been with me my whole life. And I'm like, oh, that's who it was. But back then, no idea. No idea. Yeah. It, um, Last year, I went to go visit um, a friend. Like, we had a little wishy ga- gathering. And um, she has horses and stuff. So we were, we were uh, all three of us were walking um, towards the back part of where she lives. And um, there was a couple things on the floor uh, right before getting into the gate. And I didn't notice something. And I just hear stop. So I, like, stop and I look down and I was like, oh, crap. Like, I was about to you know, get hurt. I almost stepped on something. And and I was like, oh, thanks. And then my friend looks at me and she's like, what? And I'm like, thanks for telling me to stop. And they like look at each other and they're like, we didn't say anything. And I'm like, what? <laughs> didn't you just say stop? And they're like, no, you were hearing things. And I'm like, possibly, yeah. Yeah, definitely hearing things. So I think that was like one of the first times like I actually heard like one of the guys yeah. telling me, you know, an actual like voice, like telling me like to stop or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, it's happened one time um, where I started hearing this like uh, frequency, this music playing right before I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I started hearing all these voices saying like hello and this and that. And I'm just like, I just sit still and I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I was like, okay, I think you're the guides, and I'm like, okay. Because, and the weirdest part, because I always ask them, because when they talk to you in your head, like, they sound like you, like, it's your own voice, but sometimes, like, they they sound grammatically, be- like, better than wh- what I can, I can speak in, right? 
and mm-hmm. or they say like weird words um and like for example i was talking to one of our friends the other day and i said riverbank and i was like you know that's not me why am i gonna say riverbank right anyway <laughs> so i was um i was just laying there and i was like i'm just not gonna move like the first thing i noticed was um the ringing in my ears you know like when you get like the download or spirits trying to talk to you and you it's like the little beeping sound um i heard that and then it happened on both ears and then that's when i started hearing the music and i was like i'm just gonna stay still and then I started hearing the voices, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then after, like, ten seconds, it stopped, and I was like, that just happened. So, but I've been asking for years to be able to to hear the guides with a different voice, because it gets confusing sometimes. Yeah, and it's it, like, it does. Did I think, did I say that? Did I think of that? It's not the guides. It's not the guides. Like The, the only time I ever hear my guide uh, with a different voice is either um, when it's something super... I guess, um, urgent or important. And it's just like that one time, I guess. And then in dream time, it's his own face and voice, but otherwise it's not necessarily a voice so much as like, I can like, I get the impression of what he'd want to say just in my mind without hearing like any type of voice at all. Um, it's just, I can, I can, in my mind's eye, I would see his expression or see what he would say or do or something like that. Yeah. yeah but they don't, they don't but, actually, when you, when you see them in dream time or someone comes to you, especially if it's like a, like a deity or something, you mm-hmm. see them, you see the figure so you can tell who it is, but they yeah. don't actually, they either smirk or they smile, but they don't actually say anything, but you know, they're talking to you and it's just like, oh, mine's why isn't both. your mouth moving? <laughs> No, mine totally spoke to me. Yeah. It was it was intense. Uh, that was like right after my dad had died too. So, yeah. But anyway, um, ghosts. Yeah. Oh yeah, we just uh, got. Well, I mean, it's like ghosts no, I and was, stuff. No, I so. was, I was. Uh, that reminded me. Um, uh, when we were talking about seeing things and stuff, I was remembering what we were talking about. Whenever one of the first times we all hung out together and we watched an uh, episode about shadow people. And we watched that until, like, what, two in the morning? One or two in the morning? Yeah. And I had never watched anything about shadow people. And I don't remember when I came home from the car, um, the the girl that dropped me off to my front door, I was, like, the whole time on my phone trying to stay distracted so that way I didn't, like, see something. And I was, like, trying to call my husband knowing he's asleep. Like, oh, my God, please pick up. I'm terrified running from the parking lot to the I didn't. Th- I didn't think about it, and I was just. I, was, I don't know. I was running to get inside. I'm like, don't follow me. <laughs> was that the same oh. time we were watching those videos of like the um, the stuff flying off or like door slamming and stuff? Probably like, that was like oh. every time. But yeah, that's like every time it we hang out, we do that stuff. It's like yeah. that or ghost adventures or like aliens and Lyrians and stuff. It's, like just they've had a they've had a ghost adventures marathon this week, and I have been trying not to watch it because I can get lost in that thing watching yes. like 10 episodes back to back and then i'm back to like having ghostly shit in my house so i've been trying to ration it <laughs> but i'll just have it on in the background while i'm like doing stuff but um the, yeah the poltergeist stuff reminds me um a lot of shit that used to happen the first kind of poltergeist activity that i had i was around five or six at my grandma's house 
And um, this was after my grandpa had died. And I don't think it was him, but a lot of stuff started happening around that time. We would be waking up at like um, on the nights that I would go spend the night with my grandma. We would wake up to the radio going full blast, like volume 11 at 3.30 in the morning. And um, just scary stuff like that. And she she was always so calming. She would always be like, there's no reason to be scared. Um, we just need to pray for the spirits. They're just wanting attention. Um, she's like, there's nothing to be scared of. And she would get up calmly, go turn off the radio, and just like sing me a lullaby back to bed. But I was like, well, are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing to be scared about. The <laughs> thing's going crazy. But, um, but I always think about that. And I try to have that kind of attitude now where I'm not scared about stuff like that happening. But um, when my big, this was the thing that um, my big sister and I had never talked about for like 15 years after it happened. Um, And we finally like sat down and talked about it with like every, my, the whole group of women in my family to find out like what was going on with us. Like, what do we have gifts? Like what's going on? But we talked about this event finally. And I was probably around six or seven my sister is about four or five years older than me. And she, um, she and I were in the back bedroom of my grandmother's house, middle of summer, there's no air conditioning or anything. So we just have the windows open, right? And the doors open. And um, my grandma's folding laundry, and me and my sister are like arguing back and forth. We're like bickering. My grandmother was like, y'all need to behave, like stop. She's like, we just need to chill out. And as soon as my grandma told us to behave, we heard the front door slam. And we were like, what in the world? So we all come from the back of the house and go to the front. And my grandma, after my grandpa had died, she wanted more security in the house. So she had put like five or six deadbolts um, along the door. That door had slammed and all the deadbolts had been locked. And there was no wind that day. There was nothing like that. It was hot as hell. And so that was my first experience with that. But you know, you've seen Sixth Sense where um, Haley Joel Osment goes out of the kitchen, comes back in two seconds later, and all the cabinets yeah. are open. I didn't have all the cabinets open, but we would be out and we'd come back in and there'd be like two or three cabinets just standing wide open in the kitchen. And nice. it was just stuff like that, them trying to get attention. And I've had to learn over time, like, who gets my attention and who doesn't like who's being a bratty ghost, you know, like, no, mm-hmm. you're not getting my attention, like go away. But, um, I used to love antique items. Y'all, I think I've, I've told y'all this story before. Oh yeah. I don't go to antique shops anymore because of this experience. This was about 10 years ago with a boyfriend I had in Austin when I lived in Austin. And, um, I had just moved into his house with him and um, things were exciting and fun and we were trying to figure out like where to put all of my stuff like we didn't want to like store it all in the guest room so he was like um we can put it in the attic and I was like okay cool um and he's like but we'll have to move a ton of shit around and I said well what do you have up there I was like I've never been in an attic before I was like I want to go up there (laughs) so he's like yeah I'll take you up there so we go up there sure enough he had tons of boxes up there that he had inherited from his family who were huge antique collectors and i'm talking stuff from the 1800s and on he had old guns up there um he had uh, world war ii paraphernalia he had nazi helmets that his uncle had brought over from the war and stuff like that so he had it all in his attic well me being a big history buff i was like this is amazing this is like a treasure trove i was like let's go through everything he's like well i've never done that he's like sure why not 
So we literally bring like 16 boxes down oh into gosh. his study. And um, we spent a whole weekend opening everything up. And I'm just like, this is amazing. Like, I loved this stuff. And we're putting stuff from the 1800s, like China and stuff, dolls, everything. Awesome. And we're laying it up against the wall. And so <laughs> that night, this happened over a series or over a period of like two weeks. Every single night for two weeks, we had poltergeist shit happening in his house. And I will never do this again as long as I live. But he was the guy that didn't believe in ghosts. He had known my history with it. And he was cool with it. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'm agnostic. He's like, I'm undecided. But he's like, eh, it doesn't sound logical. Well, he was a believer after those two weeks because <laughs> the first night... um we had um, the faucets at 3.30 in the morning, but we had two sinks for his and hers. Both faucets were on full blast at 3.30 in the morning. And I'm talking like it was crazy loud and it woke us up and the dogs. And he goes in there and he just turns them off and he's like, what the hell? And I was like, wasn't me. He's like, we weren't sleepwalking, were we? And I was like, uh, I don't think so. So, oh God, Michelle scared me. <laughs> 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 um, so then... A couple nights later, um, we're in bed, or I was in bed reading, and I kept yelling at him, and I was like, hey, honey, I was like, you need to come to bed, and he was in the bathroom brushing his teeth, and he's like, I am in bed, and I was like, well, then who's, like, walking under, like, who's walking in the study? I was like, I can see a shadow, and there was, like, the lights on. He's like, what? So he thought somebody had, like, broken in or something. So he, like, grows to grab his weapon of choice. And we're walking together to the study. As soon as he's about to go in, the light turns off. But we did. Before the light turned off, we saw someone walking with their oh, shadow. Oh, I just got and goosebumps. That, that was the place where we had everything in there from oh. the 16 boxes. So we were like, fuck. And so we, like turned on the light and open it of course nothing's there so we're like okay the next night as if we didn't already learn our lesson the next night we're in bed that we're bouncing a ball um to one of the dogs before to get his energy out and i'm reading and my um, boyfriend throws the ball to the corner and all of a sudden the dog just stops doesn't go grab the ball and we're just like what's going on with him he was had the stance here and the hair on his oh, back was up yeah. and he's just staring at the corner and he starts growling. There's nothing in the corner. And I was like, oh my God. Okay, so the cherry on top of this whole two-week ordeal, which is after this story, we packed everything up and we had a huge garage sale and we donated the rest of everything. That, we also sold a ton of shit on eBay because we were like, we can't do this. But this was the thing that made him like an ultimate believer. I already believed in ghosts, but this was the first time I saw my first big body apparition that I can remember. We had been talking about, like, still undoing everything, uh, maybe doing a garage sale or whatever. So um, we uh, we were, like, done for the night or whatever, getting ready for bed again. I don't know why all these ended up happening in the bedroom. That's weird now that I'm saying this. But I'm brushing my teeth, and he's brushing it next to me. And um, I told him, I was like, I'm going to go hop in bed. So I opened the doors to the bedroom from the bathroom and so as soon as I did that, I saw a woman in a white Victorian dress with like the high neck and the hair up here. And I saw her for like a second and a half, just like I see that little boy. And whenever I went <gasps> like that, she looked at me like in real time. Ooh. 
and she was gone. That's crazy. And I, I started laughing because that's my reaction when yeah. I see it. So he's like, "What the hell?" And I str- and then I started screaming, and he was like, "What?" And I said, "I saw, I saw, I saw someone." Well, he thought somebody had broken in again. Like that's his first thought is like the man protector. So he goes to grab the weapon. He's going all around, and I'm like, "No, no, no!" It's like it was a ghost. It was a ghost. And he's like, "What?" That's and awesome. I described him, her, and I said she had the high neck with the white dress and the hair up here, and she had dark hair. Well, then the next night. We, there was a mirror that I thought was wrapped in newspaper. And I was like, oh, I love mirrors. This is going to be awesome. It's all antique. We'll hang it somewhere. So he's undoing the newspaper. Oh, my God. He nearly oh, dropped it. Already. It was the woman. <laughs> she oh. had, she it was a painting of her. She had her high neck white dress with a brooch right here. And she had her hair up and she was just staring straight up. But it was an oil painting that had been done of a woman in his family. And I... Like, he and I just screamed. He threw it on the floor. We went outside. I didn't sleep at his house that night. I ended up getting a hotel or something. <laughs> but, Excuse me. I need to sage. Dude. Right? It's like, uh, I'm telling you. And not only that, but other stuff happened throughout the day. The place, the hallway where the attic was, um, where we, we still had some of the other boxes that we hadn't taken down yet. I kept hearing women whispering up there, like, in the hallway. And I would look up. And one time I said, Hello? And I heard the two women go, shh. I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. You're being too loud, Mandy. Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff. Like, now I I don't mess with antique stores very much. I'll go in there. Like, if somebody wants to go in, I'm curious. Because I do like that kind of stuff. But it's just like, I can't. And, like, after that. Whenever, before you told us that story. And Sasha and I used to always do like um, it was our thing as a couple. We loved to go to like thrift shop and stuff like that, and antique stores, and just to look around and see if anything struck our fancy. Um, yeah, we haven't done that since <laughs> you told me Sorry. this story. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, we're trying to be more minimalist anyway, so it's <laughs> it's helping. That's, that's hilarious. I don't. Good thing I you know. didn't invite him into your bed this time, dude. Like. You know what's interesting? So she was a Victorian era, right? The little boy that I'm seeing, he's Victorian era with his yeah. little sailor suit, and I'm just like, and I know I've had a past life in the Victorian era, so it's very interesting that that kind of stuff like starts bleeding into this yeah. life, like yeah, the little synchronicities with that. I don't know. It was creepy as hell. Mm, I haven't had anything quite like that. I mean, I used to live right beside a cemetery. Um, I was in my early 20s. No, I love the cemetery. I used to go there every single night, not during the day, but at night, and walk the entire thing. And uh, sometimes, like, right between um, when it was, like, dusk, I guess. Or is it dusk when the sun's going down? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would go there and I would just start singing and the lyrics would just come for, to my head from nowhere. Aww. But it was always about like uh, resting now, you'll sing and dance again, you'll you'll you know be at peace, you'll live again type thing. And I would always just sing and I would stay on the path. I would never actually go off the path to on any actual grave. Um, and I remember I would just, I was very lively. I was like singing and dancing and twirling in circles and just like, being free and everything and I remember one time one day I was doing that and the wind was softly blowing and whenever I told them to dance with me in the song I don't know why I said dance with me the wind just stops and I'm like 
continuing the song but backing out of the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Rain check on that dance, please. <laughs> I like I it's weird. We're so weird cuz I do find walking <laughs> through graveyards being comforting and like relaxing, which is a weird thing to say. But, but I I don't think I could live next to a graveyard because I know what happens at night during the witching hour. I'd have nonstop like I wouldn't be able to go to sleep. They would just be lined I used up. To hang out at them. I don't know. Uh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, just not that one because this is a different town I moved to where I where I lived next to the graveyard. But the that Seton Cemetery one, no, that's the only graveyard I've never enjoyed. When I was in high school, we would be the crazy people that would go because I had come from a really small West Texas town where we have a lot of like rural old graveyards that are abandoned and stuff like that. And we would go and find random abandoned houses and go into them and take pictures and stuff and be weird. But then we started finding, we started finding um, these old abandoned um, graveyards and cemeteries um, that were from the 1800s. We found one one time and it was only like, it must have been 20 headstones max, but they were all from the 1800s. And we finally left when we came across one with our big flashlight. Cause it was so dark out there. I mean, you're in the middle of the country and um, we came across a little kid's headstone and it was a teddy bear. But you could tell, you could tell that like nobody had been there forever, but the teddy bear was like from the 1940s, like looking kind of thing. And I was like, what the hell? But it was just crazy. The kid had died in like 1870 something, like after the Civil War. But like the Jeez. teddy bear was like almost Much newer. years later. That's weird. Mm. That was weird as hell. But we left after That's that because we got weird vibes. The The headlights on my friend's car kept dimming off and on. And so we were like, we're leaving because we're not getting stuck out here in the middle of nowhere in some creepy graveyard. Now I'm wondering, like, what other, like, stories that our viewers have, you know? I mean, that's a good point because there's multiple different ways to interact with spirits or ghosts. I don't think it's all always only during your waking hours. I mean... It depends, I guess. Like, for me, I have a lot of things happen in dream time, like I've already mentioned. Um, I do have one dream that I had where I was interacting with spirits, and it was an entire tribe of Native Americans. And they were all spirits, and something was trapping them to the land, and they weren't free to pass on. And I can't remember it now, but I, I remember that I sacrificed myself for them to be able to move on. And I remember in my dream, I literally leapt off a cliff to sacrifice myself. And I remember hitting, and then everything was just black. And I woke up, and it's just that was, I was, I don't know why I had to do that, but that was just me trying to help them move on. It was weird. But yeah, I think that there's multiple different ways to have spirit or ghosts connections or you know experiences it's not just when you're awake or when things are scary it can be just a beautiful moment where the wind stops or it starts or in dream time or you know a soft crest on the top of your head you know there's multiple different (laughs) ways that could happen it's just interesting how you there's such a big spectrum of when you say ghosts people usually think what like halloween time haunted house Um, seeing a spirit in an abandoned place but here we're talking about real life like all we're doing is like doing the dishes and we're feeling ghost cats like running in between us like what the hell so I mean 
it can happen like either way, like you're saying, Mona, like it can be like a soft caress going all the way to like poltergeist, crazy evil activity, Mm -hmm. some demon whispering to you. And that's what always fascinates me is like, why is there such a spread? Like, why not just one little box? Why, why all these other little ones? weird. I think that it could be that maybe it's that we can't differentiate between the spirits of our loved ones or of our human ancestors across the globe that have passed on and non-human spiritual entities. Yeah. And it could be a mixture of both that we're experiencing and just calling them all the same thing. Yeah. Which I wish we could, I don't know, it's such a broad term for so many different experiences that aren't the same. It's so weird. I do notice that whenever it's something that's on the on the darker side, um, like really, really creepy, um, you end up getting like the goosebumps like on your neck and that feeling like you're being watched and it's mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. you know, that little like you gotta back up. It just know, feels like, like happens in the shower. shower. Like, I gotta call the guides, you know. It does. Does it happen to you guys in the shower? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But I, maybe it's because that's when we're the most vulnerable. And exactly. I have a theory that they find you when you're vulnerable because that's whenever you're a clear access point. Mm-hmm. So I I have my routine. I keep my door open because in my shower through one mirror, I can see my bedroom door. And I'm just like always like wiping the door to my shower, <laughs> making sure I can see it because I'm just like, it's the weirdest stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't like it in there. No, um, <laughs> I'm actually in the shower or like... I, I cast a circle anyway. It's like, I don't want, like, as I'm washing my hair and have my eyes closed, like, I don't want anyone touching me or, or like, looking at me, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think it's weird. And, like, so I do cast my circles when I'm in the bathroom showering. I've never done that. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that. Yeah, because I'm, like, terrified to close my yeah. face in the shower. I've, like, the only washed one since... side of my face mm-hmm. and the yeah. other. Since you are vulnerable, as you said. Yeah. Um... In some cases, I've I've seen past lives, or like like they can come in right and like show you images or whatever, um, but like nothing creepy, like no, nothing, like no one's gonna touch your hair in the shower, you know, like. <gasps> oh my gosh! I told you guys about. Sorry, that just reminded me. So my beautiful, lovely grandmother passed away over Easter Sunday, but she left in her belongings. Um, a thing that really terrifies me, which is funny, but I'm now going to be the owner of um, her washing basin, which came with her from Mexico. Oh, wow. And it has it has an oval mirror and has a wash basin and a beautiful pitcher that goes underneath. And it's a big table, but um, on the sides of the mirror, it has two tapered candlesticks. And that thing, I would see like a Victorian woman. Uh, the, oh my God! I just realized Victorian. We're Mona. We're having like revelations over here. I know. Talking this out. <laughs> I when I was really little, I hated that thing because I would be walking past and I swear I would see a Victorian-looking woman with a white, just staring back at me, and I hated it. And I didn't tell anybody till I was in my twenties about it, but. My mom ended up um, getting it from my grandmother when she moved into um, her little assisted living space. And my mom put it in the guest room. And I remember going in there like, why the hell do you have this? <laughs> I remember well, you texted us yeah. that and you had to like cover uh, it up when yes, you were there. I would put a sheet over it because I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going to sleep next to this thing. But um, it's just so fitting that that was left to me now. And That's crazy. It's, 
my mom goes, I know how you feel about this. Would you rather I just give it away? And I said, it doesn't feel right for it to leave the family. I was yeah. like, I'm going to suck it up and take Is it. Is it in like your garage or something? Like- Not yet. <laughs> my parents still have it. And they're, once this like pandemic stuff like goes away a little bit more, they're going to come up here and deliver it to me because they have a bigger truck. But I realized I was talking to my mom about it. It makes a perfect scrying everything. It has oh, water. Yes. It has, oh, I just got chills. It has water, the mirror, and candles. So I could do fire scrying, mirror scrying, if I ever get the balls to do it, and uh, water scrying, which you guys, I'm probably going to put it here in this room. I call it my crystal oh. cave. And if you guys want to try it, yeah. then you're more say, than welcome I was welcome like, maybe we should try it next time, like when we hang out again. Yes. Well, if anybody's curious of what it looks like, it's on my personal Instagram page. Um, I think you can find us. If you go to Mystical Moon Society Instagram, you can find all of our personal Instas on there. But yeah, if you scroll down a little bit on my personal page, you can see it on there. And it's just, it's beautiful to look at, but that thing is haunted as fuck. So yeah, we'll see. I'll I'll do an update on that later once I finally get it in the house. But yeah, that would be a fun thing to try for Halloween. You can can always set um, like boundaries on it to where only things that you definitely uh, allow with it. Like what the... The ritual we did for your house, whenever it was it was too chaotic, and whenever we closed some portals yeah, and everything, and, and the sigils that we created and put on it, mm-hmm. you can do something similar. Yes, when y'all came over, I had had that. It was this is the thing about ghosts and spirits trying to come through messing with you i rarely have spirits that try to mess with me in that regard to scare me usually well besides when i was a little girl and they did the radio stuff now that i'm an adult it's usually the touches i get visions they do it in dream time stuff like that but this lady i was at a grocery store and this man came up to me that worked at the grocery store asking me if I needed help. And he just came out of nowhere. And I was like, no, I'm just looking at like salad dressing. I don't know. Do I need help? <laughs> <laughs> but whenever he came close to me, he seemed very nice. But his energy around him, it was mucky and weird. And I was like, okay, this is odd. And it was in the shower after I came back from the grocery store. I took a shower real fast. And I kept singing um, some song that's like old from the 70s. I remember I this. Oh, it was Delta Dawn. Oh which my God, I, now I remember you saying I don't that. Even, yeah. I don't even know that song, but I was singing like full on lyrics and loud in the shower. And it wasn't me. And I was like, what the hell? So I was like, I was like, who is that? And then I got a vision of this old, old woman, like smoker's voice. Like, I don't know. She, and she was just like, I don't know. She's just weird. And then she showed me a picture of the guy over there and I clicked that it was her son. And so she was the one hanging around and she latched onto me going home. Cause I have like this going on. I'm the lighthouse for the weird ghost. And I got home and that's whenever I told you guys, when I got out of the shower, all of these picture frames had been thrown in my house and some pictures had been flipped upside down. And I was like, that's the stuff that I don't have. And knock on wood, I don't have that kind of stuff happening to me and I don't want that stuff. So I immediately, like, I heard her cackling in my ear and I was like, shit. And that's whenever I went and I locked myself in my bedroom because I was scared because she was not good. And that's whenever I was telling you guys and you guys came over shortly after to help me clear everything out. Yeah. Y'all cleared cleared my mirrors. Y'all helped Every me window, sage. Yeah. That's mirrors why, and-, and that's why I love this group so much. And I love the other girls that we're friends with, too, because I have never had such a tight 
support group of spiritual women that I can go to and not be judged or anything. And it's just, it's wonderful. I love you guys. But yes, if y'all want to come over and help cleanse it and cleanse yes. my new scrying, I don't know what to call it. Dude, I, 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 I couldn't, thing. I couldn't, I just saw it. It looks amazing. Like I went to your, your Instagram and saw it. I was like, I oh, can't wait thing? until we're done with this episode. Yeah, it's beautiful. I don't I think I have a bit, I, don't, I don't have a picture of the bottom half with yeah. the big picture, but it's beautiful. It's like a brown picture with like a big flower on it, and it's old. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, but that that'll be interesting to see what we can That'd be awesome. What use we can get out of that? It'd be nice yeah. to make it into. A I'm excited for that too. All right, guys, I think that might be it. Do y'all have anything else to contribute? Uh, Well, just, you know, tell us what y'all's ghost stories are if you have any. We'd love to hear more. Yeah, I'm definitely interested. You know what? I'd like to maybe do another episode when we come back next season because next week's going to be our final episode of season two. So um, if y'all want to talk more ghost story stuff, maybe around Halloween time, let us know because there's a ton of other things we can get into, like Texas ghost stories, which is where we're from. Um, Gettysburg has a ton of ghost stories. We could get into cultural ghost stories like we talked about with Argentina and La Llorona with Mexico or like maybe even how to communicate with ghosts since it yes. will be during Halloween time and oh. the veil will be thin or than it is now, which is also crazy thin. While I have you guys here, because next week will be um, a solo episode, I'll be closing up the season mm-hmm. um, before we take a big summer break. But um, do y'all have anything to say to our listeners before we round out this season? <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much for for listening and for following us and being awesome. We love all the support you guys have shown us um, Mm. throughout season one and two. And we're so happy that we're able to do this for you guys. Um, And we're very excited to to start season three. Um, Totally. You never know, we might, you know, during our break, we might do some lives. um, Yeah. We can do like some Q&As. That'd be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So in that regard, since we're going to do stuff like that, let us know what you want to hear, um, whether it's ghosts, aliens, angels, whatever, um, premonitions, yeah. anything. We want to bring you topic. guys in and we can answer questions if anyone has any or just like this, like tell us your yeah. ghost stories yeah, while mean, we're here live. Whenever we hang yeah. out at each other's houses, this is pretty much our conversation. It's <laughs> yeah. like six hours. <laughs> like, Dude, yeah, this is a like, short one compared to... Yeah, this this and yeah. tarot readings and watching creepy stuff on YouTube and <laughs> I know like like Mandy said that um with this group we found that that tribe that we can be authentically open with and without fear of judgment or anything like that. And the entire reason why we wanted to create this podcast was to bring that exact feeling or state of community to you guys. So definitely open up share with us we're here for you no judgments no anything no critique just let us know your experiences if you are wanting or willing to share or just let us know what you're willing uh wanting to listen to whether it's like i said a little bit on the on the darker side if if you're not wanting to hear about light things all the time that's okay too there's no judgment on whatever path you you walk 
You guys aren't shy at all. We have had a lot of guys or a lot of people DMing us Very and helpful. stuff, especially on um, both Facebook and Instagram, which we love. Yes, bring all your questions. Um, mm-hmm. One of one of us is always up <laughs> around the clock, probably. Yeah. So we can answer you. Definitely. But um, and even if you that, guys, if you guys have your own podcasts um, mm-hmm. or things like that, I would yeah. love to listen to it. Totally. Yeah. Tell us what tarot readers you like to listen to. Ceci just got done um, doing her live tarot readings um, at Celestial Healing Universe on YouTube. Um, So if you want to go listen to that, um, really good ones. I listened to the Libra one today, and it resonated. It was really cool. (laughs) Thank you. I love knowing that. Totally. All right, guys. With that, though, love you. Um, like I said, I'll be back with to close out season two. But other than that, you'll see all three of us again at some point this summer with a live Q&A. And then we will start season three back up probably in August, depending on, on how all this um, pandemic stuff goes. Yeah. But we love you. Have a great um, summer. If we don't he- talk to you again as a group, but love you guys. Talk to you again soon. Namaste. Love ya. Bye, guys. Yeah. Have a good Bye. one.